And welcome back to another episode of Are We Rolling? I'm Kyle. I'm the guy who just sighed during that. You sighed during the entrance? During the intro? Yeah, the, the entrance. The, entr- the entrance yeah. to the podcast? I, w- I didn't know you were going to start, and then I just went, huh, like right as you started talking, so it sounds like we're kicking off the show with me being bored as shit. Oh, great. And, but for once, you're not. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we actually have some interesting stuff to talk I'm about. I'm Dustin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're Dustin. <laughs> I almost forgot. Yeah. Anyway. Just like you forget your pro wrestling tease plug at the end. Mm. I haven't done that in a while, though. Yeah, you've actually been really good at it yeah. lately. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Scott Story. There's going to be a Labor Day sale. Oh, there's going to be a Labor Day sale. I got sale. an email about it, so you heard it here first, folks. Nice. Well, I might post it before Friday. Yeah. Mm, I might post it on Friday. We'll see. You heard it here first or second, folks. Yeah. Or third. Maybe if you looked at my Instagram, then my personal page, then my fan page, then my Twitter, you might have heard it here fifth. Yeah, but that's a lot of work. Yeah. But look anyway. at all my social media. That's yeah, that's the at, real point of the story. Yeah, and it's and now I'm actually really good at uh just copying and pasting um all our links at the bottom of the of the episode description. So There you go. Hey, it only took me 20 episodes to realize, hey, maybe I should put those at the bottom of the episode. It helps. Yeah. It helps. Um, but yeah, we got a lot to talk about. Uh, we will be joined in a little bit here uh, by uh, Mr. Ryan Cruz mm. uh, to talk about the... Uh, to, we'll be talking about his career a little bit and Ugh. the Conor McGregor, Floyd Mayweather here fight. We go. Yeah. Was the here we go about the fight or Ryan's career? Definitely the fight. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck Ryan. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but yeah, I'm actually really happy Ryan finally got to be on here. Uh, and but before that, uh, you and I uh, all we've watched all of the May Young Classic so far. Yes, mm, we that have. Is, that has been released. Uh, the first four episodes were released on Monday. From what I've heard, the next four, which gets you all the way to the finals, are going to be up on this coming Monday. Yeah, that's what I figured. Yeah, and then the finals themselves are not not this coming Tuesday, but the Tuesday after. Oh. Um, they're going to tape it, I believe it sounds like, uh, between... SmackDown and 205 Live to air on the network. But they're going to tape it? They're, no, they're airing it live on the network. Oh, so 205 is going to wait. Yeah, 205 is just going to wait for the one match and, you know, get completely overshadowed by that one match. Yeah. Well, I mean, why don't they just do it before NXT? I don't know. Anyway. Yep. Uh, so, yeah. What do you think about the May Young Classic? Uh, the May Young Classic, I actually was super impressed by a lot of of uh, pretty much everyone on the card except for JR and Lita. <laughs> I can't believe um, the one... I, I'm going to... 
I'm just going to be honest. There's probably going to be a lot of names I'm going to fuck up and forget. Yeah. That's uh, what I'm here for. So, the girl with the fans. Uh, Katana? Sina? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I know who you're talking about, Something too. Something Psy? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Was it Zalia Psy or something um, like that? Z- Zelina. Zelina? Yeah. It was like X. I, I'll bring it all up. Anyway, I... So she had her first pro wrestling match in the goddamn Mae Young Classic. What the hell? <laughs> like, for sure, they, put they her on a live event yeah. first. <laughs> yeah, there's that. Or an indie show or something. Like, come on. <laughs> well, and who'd she face, too? Uh, Was it Mercedes? Oh, yeah. Well, Mercedes can carry anybody. Yeah. So. I mean, I just found it shocking that like, it was such a big thing that she had her first match in that. That's yeah. crazy. And she didn't look bad. No, she didn't look bad at all. Like, that was... I'm sure she probably had, like, a couple um, little things here and there mm. that, you know... I mean, th- I remember hearing them mention on kind of many occasions that a lot of the girls in there were new. Yeah, yeah, because it it was weird. Like they actually just talked about this on another podcast I was listening to, that there was so many weird like discrepancies in um, how long people had been wrestling. Yeah, like you have your Serena Deeb's, your Mercedes Martinez's, is your Candice LeRae's, mm-hmm. but then you've got people who are just brand new. Yeah, literally. Yeah, first match. Some, you know... Yeah, it was uh, Zia Lee. Zia Lee, okay. Um, yeah, like I said, I'm going to get names fucking mixed up because yeah. I just watched the tournament, like, once. Uh, well, I watched one of the episodes twice because I really like um, Tony Storm and Dakota yeah. Kai. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know. They're great <laughs> yeah no they're they're actually really good and yeah they uh i was just i'm still so disappointed in watching because i've been i've been watching a bunch in preparation for the may young classic like i'd been watching a bunch of like women's matches mm-hmm. um and a couple of them uh i've i've seen wrestle against a girl who was supposed to be in the tournament named Nixon Noel. Okay, what happened to her? Uh she tore her ACL. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Um she's good. Like That's she's, a bummer though. Yeah. Like just not not that it, there was ever a good time, but fuck. Like Yeah, like literally she signed with NXT, was clearly supposed to be in the May Young Classic and yeah, tore her ACL. Damn. In practice, which sucks. Bummer. Um, But I don't know how far she would have made it in the tournament anyway, because it it looks like there's pretty evident, like, who's who they're going to push and who they're going to push forward. But well, it's similar to the CWC. It's like, yeah, there's it's like half the people have a lot some name value. Yeah. And the other half, like, you know, maybe a little bit like Aria around the Midwest. You know, a lot of people know who he was around the Midwest, but mm-hmm. as like a whole uh as a whole on the national scene, like he's not like TJ Perkins. Yeah, no, yeah, like Ar- yeah, Aria had especially at that point had done 
upper Midwest and then did that stint in India. Yeah, like for he, Rinka King. you know, he had some, but he like of the people with some name value, he was definitely on the lower end. And then yes. there was there was uh like half the people I straight up never heard of, and I'm sure you know, like maybe maybe that was what like Aria was to somebody in New York or something. Yeah, I you can know? I can see that. But like you know, you had your Cedric Alexander's, T.J. Perkins, uh, Abushi, Zach Saber Jr., Rich Swan, fucking. Uh, there's so many people that I'm like gonna blank on who was all in it. But yeah. well, and I mean the guys that they ended up signing, like your Jack Gallagher's, your yeah. You know, I, I mean, I I didn't yeah. know who Jack Gallagher yeah. or like Noam Dar was, mm-hmm. um, but people in Europe probably did. Yep. But yeah, like, they were. Um, I know there was the one dude with the fucking braces. I didn't know who. who oh yeah, he was. Uh, but he wasn't bad. He wasn't bad. <laughs> and I think at all, he's yeah. in NXT. Yeah, he's yeah. He got signed. To NXT. I think he got rid of his braces though. Yeah, he finally got rid of the braces. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Do that in high school. Yeah. Not when hey, you're a pro wrestler. I, I had my braces up until like college. Okay, but yeah. but still, but like yeah. that's that's like. It's it's probably like very uncommon. It was yeah, it was a but rarity. But not like, like people aren't gonna go. What the fuck? You well, know? no, I like I remember going like to the orthodontist, and it would be like me driving there by myself, and then like a fucking ten year old. Like I kind of feel like if you can drive yourself to the orthodontist to all that braces. I know. <laughs> I but you know I got mine off when I was like fifteen or sixteen. I was a sophomore. Okay. So, however the fuck old you are. Yeah, that would be just before you get your driver's license. So, yeah. So, like, I had it all through middle school, freshman year, and I believe... I don't fucking remember. Yeah. Well, like, yeah, I got mine right after I took my senior pictures. Oh, bitch. Yeah. (laughs) So, at least I had my senior pictures done, but... Yeah. Maybe... Could I drive with my braces? No, no, no. I think I got them off like same yearish. Not the oh, who cares. Yeah. Um, if you have homework, you're allowed to have <laughs> braces. I think. Yeah, that makes that's a good a good rule. If you're in the WWE, that's a fucking liability. Yeah. <laughs> that being said, um, mask girl, I'm blanking on her name too. Uh, princess. Yeah, princess Sarai, something. Yeah, she something. had braces. <laughs> oh. I, I noticed, unless she was wearing some kind of weird mouth guard, but I think she had braces and she's Maybe. like she's, adult braces. Yeah. That's just incredibly uncommon. But it seems like you're just, this is coming from a guy who got headbutted in the fucking mouth over the weekend. Yeah. I'm very glad I didn't have braces for that. Yeah. Because it sucked enough the way it was. Yep. My mouth is still all cut up and like, I try to like eat like uh, Chipotle. Yeah. Got some hot sauce on there. Oops. Ooh. Somebody forgot they got headbutted in the mouth and just kind of went through the motions. Like, oh, what do I want on my burrito? Yeah. Uh, fury and pain and agony, apparently, is what I got on my burrito. That is, that is what you got. Um, but, yeah, back to back to the Mae Young classic. Yeah. Uh, first episode, uh, pretty good. Uh, the main event on that first one was uh, Abby Lath taking on Jazzy Gabbert. Yeah. Uh, so, easy hottest match of the whole fucking oh yeah like i so far like the crowd was on fire for that they were so on fire because yeah it was just a like abby was not gonna put up with you know being intimidated and was gonna gonna try to out intimidate this huge german woman well like look at the way they opened it how many times have we seen that opening to a match 
yeah. mean, like fucking a. I'm pretty sure I do that every time I wrestle lore. Yeah. <laughs> um. Next time, I guess I'll just shout at him and yeah, see just if, yell at him. See if that helps. Like, thanks, girls. I'm gonna take that. Yeah. No. Exactly. <laughs> but um. like. God damn! They like they started going crazy. Yeah. There was a little bit of a lull after that. Yeah, there was a little bit, but, but then they got him back up. They got him the back yeah. up. Uh, I think, yeah. If you if they don't sign Jazzy, they're fucking crazy. They're yeah, they're dumb. Unless like, unless it's a like Zack Saber Junior. Like she doesn't want to. Like that she doesn't want to. But yeah, otherwise, like yeah, you guys. You guys keep, like, WWE keeps trying to do the monster heel. Yeah, there she is. It's like, there she is, and she can work. <laughs> yeah, she's got, like, 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 let's look at Nia Jax. Um, she's big, she's scary, but looking at her in the ring, I can tell she's a goddamn sweetheart, even when yeah, she's being mean. Like, maybe it's because, you know, we've heard her on podcasts, we've seen her on, like, um, the shows on the network. Yeah. But like I don't know, it's like there's part of her that I can see where I'm just like, she's probably the sweetest person in the world. Yep. Jazzy, now I'm guessing she's probably super sweet too. Yeah. She looks she terrifying. Yeah, she doesn't. She look looks it, like though. she'd rip my throat out and slap me with it. Yeah. So, so yeah, um, <laughs> that was yeah. So that was the the end of the first show. Uh, the second show was the Mercedes Martinez match, mm-hmm. uh, which is pretty good. Uh, third show, the main event was. Oh no! Second show was Mia Yim uh, taking on. Who the hell did she face? Oh shit! Uh, was that Sarah Logan? Yeah, it was Mia Yim and. Sarah that was a really Logan. good one too. That was really good too. Um, like that was an, that was probably like the crowd was really up for that one too because like everybody knew who Mia Yim was. Yep. Uh, we've seen Sarah Logan on NXT yep. Sarah a handful Logan's of times, yep. and you know she fucking she brought it. Like had an opportunity against you know a name, and you know we've seen her in TNA, we've seen her on the Indies. Um, you know she had a real opportunity to showcase herself. She did a really good job doing it. It was a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, and then uh, episode three, the main event for that one was Piper Niven taking on Santana Garrett. I'm surprised uh, they dropped Santana Garrett I out. I know, like, th- like, it's so weird because she's, she's so talented. Like, not that Piper Niven wasn't, but right. um, it was like, oh, wow, you couldn't have switched some stuff somebody to could get. have been switched around yeah. yeah but also that is a good first win for if you're gonna try and push piper niven going forward that is a good first win of like oh wow she beats santana garrett that's cool yeah that's true it's just you know you find it shocking because i mean it's kind of like going back to the cwc it's yeah. like you pick your people who it's like hmm that person's probably gonna go far like, yeah. like you know that person's probably gonna win um She's just not a person that when I would see would go, mm, she's not going to make it. Yeah. You know, she's going to be out round one. I just wouldn't have, wouldn't have predicted that. Yeah. So, you know, and that's a good surprise. But then also we could say the same about the main event of the finale. Like, um, when I saw it was, it was Kyrie Sane, that's, yep, Kyrie Sane and Tessa Blanchard. When I saw that matchup, I was like, weird. Yeah. You no, know? <laughs> yeah. No. And that was, that was one of the few instances where, I, I gave it crap earlier that, you know, the one downside of the the thing was JR's and Lita's commentary. But 
for that match, they were actually pretty good because JR kept pointing out, it's like, it's a shame one of these ladies has to go home. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's like you have Tessa Blanchard. or Third who, generation. Third generation has that pedigree. Is she actually under contract or is she like, um, she's like, cause we've seen her a handful of, those, of times. She's, she's not under contract, but I think kind like, of like Candace like pants type deal. Yeah. Like she's around a lot, mm-hmm. you know, like they'll use her we while she's around pants in a while. Have we? No, we haven't. Um, but that's just because they've been bringing in so many other people. That are I'm surprised better. she wasn't in the tournament. That is kind of true, yeah. Unless, like, maybe her and WWE had a falling out. Yeah. Who knows? It's not impossible. Yeah, it's not impossible. Um, I think Blue Pants is actually going to be in the area yeah. in, like, two weeks or something. Yeah. Yep. I saw that. But, yeah, there were, there were a lot of good matches. Uh, yeah, we mentioned earlier, like, Dakota Kai. Hey, uh, um, She's magical. Yeah, anyway. uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Dakota Kai and Tony Storm—they weren't in main event matches, but they were both impressive. Yeah, of, um, and found my two new favorite wrestlers. Yeah, um, I really there were there were a couple the the new girl from Brazil, um, Tonya. Yeah, Quintani. the one that looks like Renee Young and Natty. Yeah, like a, com- a combination of Renee Young like and they Natty. Did the fusion that, dance. Yeah, that could just kick your ass. Yeah. Um, cause she's a Brazil, like she's a, I think I looked at her up and she's a judo black belt and a Brazilian jujitsu blue belt. Like who legit. did she wrestle? Uh, she wrestled against, uh, Lacey Evans. Oh, right. Okay. Who is in NXT has the like fifties pinup model yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of thing. I remember her. Um, Who's quite like she for one of the like NXT kind of more homegrown grown girls that I I hadn't really seen elsewhere. Yeah, I've seen um, her on NXT at least once. Yeah, she she maybe twice. I think her and Sarah Logan were both kind of you know we we're they were in NXT and they were trying to figure out what to do with them and then this tournament came in and it's yeah. like well good time to showcase let's them. pull them off nxt for a little bit and put them in the tournament mm-hmm. so so yeah but yeah uh but yeah uh it's tenara kantai um was hers and uh i actually really liked uh rhea ripley she's the australian soccer oh one yeah i remember uh, I think well in I think in both their cases oh. they're so young that Ryan's they have here. so much potential. Unless you ordered food. Got some old bitch walking in here. Ladies and gentlemen, Ryan's hard right now. Yep, this is the type of behind the scenes. He's got he's so electric that, that he's got a lightning rod just sticking out of his pants right there. Yes. And I'm going to strike it. You should I, hope, I hope you don't strike it. See my taint. I have. All right. So, Ryan, you know, actually talk into the microphone. Into the microphone. Mm. A little bit longer. A little bit longer. Just All right. That a, works. A pube worth. There we go. Cool. So, yeah, Ryan's here now. Yep. Um, but yeah, any before 
we segue over to the stuff with Ryan. Uh, any other final thoughts on Mae Young Classic? Uh, I think when I saw it, I was like, this is good. <laughs> No, this is a great. I was like, this is a great first impression for Ryan, because <laughs> clearly we know he doesn't listen anyone. No, in normal weeks. I don't know. I'm just like, when so I was. That means he won't listen to us bashing him earlier in yeah. the episode. Oh, why would you do that? Yeah, because it's funny. We wrestled each other. We got you don't got to keep Kate Faber alive, brother. Kate Faber alive. You're a piece of shit, Scott Story. You're a piece of shit. Can we swear on here? Yes. That's yeah, fucking yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, have you heard Dustin talk? <laughs> I usually only wait till he walks away and then I get excited. Yeah. That seems about right. I like your hat. Thanks. It's, Mortal it's a Kombat. Mortal Kombat hat. Yeah. Oh, great. Is that because else? of the great Mortal Kombat movie part two? Is that after? Actually, is yeah. Fashion empty? <laughs> yep. <laughs> My favorite part about that movie is when they take the two most iconic characters in the franchise and give them about three minutes of screen time. Yeah, because they had the setup for part three that never happened. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Um, but yeah, so Ryan, uh, we brought in over for this episode because of the, the fight that happened last Saturday. Wait, there was a big fight that happened there last Saturday? There was a big Saturday? fight last Saturday. I and mean, did you even get to watch it? Yeah. yeah, it was JC Bandit and I in a steel cage in Forest Lake. I, uh, I saw the pictures. <laughs> I lost. Oh, my oh God you lost. It. I tried to rub his face paint off because I wanted to see who he really is. <laughs> It didn't work. I think it's Steve Borton. Steve Borton. I did say a man called Sting during the professional wrestling contest. <laughs> Scheduled for one fall. Then uh, I lost. But yeah, we had we had Conor McGregor taking on Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. In, uh, on Saturday. So, yeah, let's break that down. Yeah. Conor looked great in the like the first half of the fight. I thought absolutely. I think uh he set aside a lot of um critics that said he wasn't going to land a punch because last I checked, <laughs> he landed 111, yeah. which was yep. 30 more than Pacquiao did. Yep. Yeah. Not only is it more than Pacquiao, it's more than anybody ever. Yeah. Nobody has hit Floyd more times than Connor. And I and you could tell that Floyd was getting frustrated. Yeah. He, like, he he's he's really good at, like, deadpanning stuff, but mm-hmm. anyone that's watched any type of, you know, martial arts or boxing or any, you know, any type of just general fighting... You can just see that that Floyd was he was confused. He didn't know what to expect, and but you know then he figured it out. He figured it out well because Connor got tired. Connor got <laughs> real tired. Yeah, I didn't think that was gonna happen because I thought like MMA is five or five uh, five minute rounds for a championship fight. Yep, and boxing's twelve three. So it's like yeah, overall it's longer, but there's way more breaks. So I I thought maybe he would be fine with it. Right. But, um, well, did you notice how active he like? It didn't seem like Connor was putting in a lot of power in his punches. Yeah, more so than just staying active. Like you know, he's always got he's always testing his range by just mm-hmm. not even throwing a punch, but just getting the arm out there. Yeah, and I think that, and then you know, the the weird angles that he takes. You know, he ended up getting Floyd's back a lot, which a lot of people were like, "Oh, Floyd's just boxing him out." Well. Yes and no. Yeah, but Connor just ends up naturally getting to the to the back, and he's using all this extra energy and yeah, with that plus all of his activity on the punches. Yeah, he got gassed. Yeah, the fucking uh, I think the muscle memory was kicking in a little bit because like Floyd would come in, 
Connor starts hammer fisting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which created the best meme ever where it says, fuck this boxing shit. <laughs> I haven't seen that one yet. Oh, it's glorious. Oh, man. Yeah. I, I wonder how many times he was like getting close to getting DQ'd with that. Ah, uh, because yeah. what was there, like three times they had to separate them? Uh, three or four times at least separating, including the hammer fist. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think it was round one or two. But when Connor landed that fucking clean uppercut, man, for yeah. like half a second, I thought it was over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like, oh, Floyd's like, if he capitalizes, like, it's yeah. done. Yeah. But that's where Floyd, you know, he could even, even if he was rocked, he's so good at, like, you you wouldn't know. Yeah. I was, think he was rocked. That was bit. Connor's one punch he got in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was his one. <laughs> you see him keep looking for it, though? There was like rounds, like, six or seven. He was, he was doing that windup, like, his first UFC fight. I forget what was it. Uh, uh, Marcus Brimage. Yeah. That he nailed it with those three uppercuts to end the fight. And he just kept looking for it, but mm-hmm. you, you hit Floyd once with one. Yeah. You know, hit him once, one time, he learns. Yeah, you're not going to hit. You're going to have to find a new punch. Exactly. <laughs> and yeah. It, yeah, because I think that's why Floyd was getting as close in as he could because mm-hmm. he couldn't want to do that one yeah. up uppercut yep. if he's so close in. Well, he gets close in. Connor needs to back up because Connor wants his range. And every time Connor was getting tired and going for the clinch, the ref would separate him. Mm-hmm. The ref doesn't do that for everybody. No. And like, normally they'll let him, sit, a ref will let him sit in the clinch for three, four, five seconds till there's absolutely nothing going on. Yeah. As soon as they clinched up, ref was in there, break. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. reset. And I think a lot of that had to do with the ref being like, we're not going to let any of this MMA shit happen. Did you see in the beginning when they're standing after the 75 minutes of opening crap with, Mm -hmm. you know, both countries songs or whatever? Yeah. The ref was solely looking at Connor the whole time, the The whole whole time, giving the rules like this was done in the back. Like, and you're just setting up Connor to be the fall guy here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, I don't want any of this shit. Yeah, exactly. Like, mm-hmm. this is an MMA, you know, no yeah. takedowns. Duh. It yeah. looked it looked like it was a big statement of being like, you don't fucking belong here. Right. That, like, and, like, even at the end of the fight, two of the judges only gave Connor round one. Which is absurd. He yeah. Got it, the first three, for sure. Yeah, the for first sure. three, for sure. I would say four. four. Four, there's argument for him to have. Yeah. Five, six, and seven, definitely not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eight could kind of go either way. Yeah. Nine and ten, obviously Floyd. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a shame. That's just judges being biased. Like, oh yeah. I was. There was no way, even if it wasn't Floyd Mayweather, if it was just somebody else, mm-hmm. Connor is never going to win a boxing match by decision because just out of the gate, the judges already have him. Already decided he lost. Exactly. He's going uphill. He's the he's the MMA guy who just yeah. talks a bunch of trash. Doesn't belong there. Yeah. They forget that you know he started training in boxing and he left boxing against his coach's advice to do MMA. Right. It's it's ridiculous, but yeah, I mean, like a lot of people would say Connor lost the fight like everybody thought, mm-hmm. um, but he won the spectacle. Absolutely. Yeah. He blew the minds of, of mm-hmm. so many people. He that fight lived up to it. I mean, I anyone who knows me knows I'm a big Connor guy. Like yeah. I'm I'm just going around saying Connor's going to win. Connor's going to knock him out forward just like he says, <laughs> knowing full well like Connor's got like a one in a million shot at yeah. this fight, but he did better than I thought he would. Like, legitimately, did better than I thought he would. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, the stats have come out. 
landed more shots against Floyd than anybody created probably the most exciting Floyd Mayweather fight ever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Highest grossing one too, I think. Yeah. I I think it's the highest grossing pay-per-view of all time. Wow. It's like 6.5 million buys. That's incredible. At a hundred bucks a pop. (laughs) Who's the A side now? (laughs) Yeah. Bitch. (laughs) I mean, he couldn't do that with Pacquiao. Mm -mm. And that was supposedly the fight of the century. Yeah. Cause it's supposed to be the best defensive fighter against the best offensive fighter. Exactly. The best offensive fighter had a fucking, bum shoulder yep. so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah didn't that happen like just a, a week or two before the fight yeah something like that he went into the fight knowing he was hurt and everybody I think he got sued like civil suits by people because they spent money on the fight and he went in there knowing he was hurt and right. they, he should have postponed the fight yeah but I don't think you're gonna win that so. you hear that deal with UFC though they're through their app like their app crashed yeah their app crashed yep. yeah. so many people were trying to watch the fight and now they've got to process a bunch of refunds yeah. Yeah, um, so does um I was I was on Twitter and stuff during the fight and on the West Coast there were a bunch of outages from actually Comcast. Wow. Like Yeah. Floyd postponed the fight like he was like we're going to wait till they're back online get this figured out cuz those are huge markets. Yeah. So that's incredible. Yeah, no. it, it's fucking crazy. Um I thought so let's talk about the stoppage. Mm-hmm. Um to me, and I've watched it twice. I, I think it was a little bit early. I I would agree with that. Um, I think it was. I mean, Connor gets out of that round. He's probably getting stopped early in the eleventh. Yeah, I don't think he was going to come back and win. No, but I think that's a testament to a the ref playing it a little safe, but also not really knowing Connor. Yeah, yeah. Connor has that kind of wobbly style when he's when he's tired. And at no point did I think he was knocked out or whatever. No. And he's got the power to change it with one punch. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it, it was a little early, but I don't think it was so grotesquely early. Like, we've got to do the fight again because that was so early. Yeah. You know? Well, if they do the fight again, too, I don't think Connor does as well. Now that Mayweather's got him figured out. I agree. But, like, I was so, yeah, I watched a highlight video yesterday again just to be like, you know, was he out on his feet like like Rhonda was? Mm-hmm. Like she didn't fall, but she was gone. Right. When I was watching, it was like Connor was still on the move. Yeah. Like, he he was ducking and weaving and backing mm-hmm. up, and then like, you know, he sometimes he would weave into a punch here and there. Yeah. But then like the ref split him up. But the one I think the silver lining about that is it creates enough deniability to where Connor doesn't really look bad, you know, getting stopped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, there's always the like. He didn't fall down. He wasn't out. You know, the ref called it early. Connor's still, you know, he could have came back. Exactly. There's there's enough of that to where, I mean, if they wanted to do a rematch, it's it's out there. I don't think they do. No. I don't no. think the only time you could do a rematch that people would be interested in, I think, is if it's in the UFC. And I don't think Mayweather will ever do that. Mayweather will never do that. It Because he would die in like He would be 30 dead. It would, le- it would legit be... Uh, a Ronda Rousey in her heyday of just mowing through people in a minute yeah. tops, you know? Connor could come in and head kick the shit out of him. Oh my gosh. Head kick or a low kick? Like, you think Floyd can take one leg kick from Connor? No. Absolutely no not. I think uh, Joe Rogan said it best where if they fought in the UFC, the match would last 30 seconds, and that's if Connor decided to give him a 28 second ear beating first. <laughs> <laughs> I love Joe Rogan. Yeah. He's got the best lines like that. Mm-hmm. But, you know. It's it's nice too to see the like, like people g- give Connor a lot of hate. Like Ronda got a lot of hate. Floyd gets a lot of hate. We haven't seen Floyd in this situation though. But like, 
When Connor loses, he's not a sore loser. No. He is the epitome of sportsmanship. Yeah. Like, yeah. He, he, he'll he say all day long, you know, I'm a student of the game, so this is just an opportunity for me. He gets up, you know, he's in the, the ugliest suit I've ever seen in my life <laughs> for the post-fight conference. But he comes up there, he's got whiskey, he hugs Floyd, he's putting Floyd over to tell him how he's, you know, the most composed mm-hmm. fighter and, you know, that's a true champion and all that. It's not, you know, fuck this guy, they stopped me too early or fuck yeah. that or if I had more time, that was stopped too early and I could have gotten him in the 11th. No, Connor's like, you know, it wasn't a bad stop. I would have liked to go longer, but... Hey, I just made a hundred million dollars. Yes. Yeah, how can yeah, you be he, mad? He made Checks real good. <laughs> yeah, he made a hundred million dollars in the post-fight little in-ring prob- thing. You made a slightly racist joke, and that's oh, probably not even but... counting sponsors and pay-per-view buy bonuses. Yeah, like, there's gonna be. I wouldn't be surprised if it's like another fifty million. That oh, easily because that yeah, that doesn't take into account Reebok, mm-hmm. and you know that. Oh, gosh, I don't even know. Uh, freaking Gucci's probably paying him to wear that ugly suit or whatever the hell that was. Yeah, and when that whiskey fucking drops, oh my gosh, <laughs> I am so excited about that. Yeah, beyond it's gonna be a stupid, ridiculous price bottle. Of course mm-hmm. it is, but we have to wait like four years for it because that's how long whiskey takes to to get fermented or whatever. That yeah, it's but like that whole post press conference was just a big commercial for Notorious Whiskey. Absolutely. <laughs> Brilliant, because you've got yeah. millions upon millions of people watching, and that's going to get retweeted yeah. and reposted. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, it's brilliant businessman. Yeah, and the only reason anybody's excited for it is because it's called Notorious Whiskey. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Wait, is this the one Connor drinks? I want the one Connor drinks. I want the one Connor drinks. Then <laughs> <laughs> watch out for my left hand. Yeah, it's going to be that left hand shot. I'm going to get you in the fourth round of shots. That's fucking... Dude, you get shot glasses that say left hand. Yeah, left hand shot. Yeah, bam. Damn it, which Connor? We just made you more some more money. We just made you more money. More also, money. how many shots can you do in the amount of time it took you to knock out Jose Aldo? Go. Oh, you have 13 seconds to get as many left hand shots in as possible. That's at least three if you're. That's fast. at least three, four if you just don't give a shit about life. Yeah, if you're willing to die that. Night. If you are drinking with Pete Huge. I th- I you think can do four left hand shots. If you're trying to race Jose Aldo to unconsciousness. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. Or drink a shot every time you hear Connor say fook. <laughs> Take a fookin' shot. Oh my god. He's Irish. I think this weekend I'm gonna have to get like all the Irish whiskey I can find and just be like left hand shots. And you take them with your left hand. Get some Telemore do. Have you ever had Telemore do? No. That's just, a good Irish whiskey. I think just Jameson is all I've had. Well, that's fine. That's fine. That's a good Irish whiskey. I was hoping you weren't going to say two gingers. Oh, wait. I've had that before, too. But yeah, it's not very I just good. tried it once. Yeah. Well, once is enough. Yeah. You Floyd it. You learn it. Yep. 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 Never have it again. You learn it. You don't get hit by it again. Nope. 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 So where does Connor go from here? I, I would be surprised if he fights in the UFC again. But if he does, it's got to be Nate. And that's it. You think so? I mean, you you finish the trilogy at 155 for the title, then who do you fight? Like, there's nobody left on that's even close to his level. I can never remember the uh, that Russian's name that keeps calling uh, him out. Khabib Nurmagomedov. Yeah, he. It, but he can't make weight without almost dying. He can't make weight, and but so they can't count on him to sell a pay per view. I guess during Connor's camp for Floyd, he was talking about how when he beats Floyd, he wants to go fight him in Russia. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure Connor wants to. Yeah. But I don't think the UFC is willing to put their eggs in that basket. No, definitely not. So, like, they're in – WME's in, we just paid $4 billion for 
the UFC. Uh, Russia's a huge market. We're going to do a world tour with these two guys. And then the night before, Norberg Marinov's going to end up in the hospital because he can't cut weight properly. Right. He's done. He's, uh, you know, the fight with Tony Ferguson was a super hyped fight. Yep. He, that got called off. And apparently his fight before with Michael Johnson, it was almost the same thing. Yeah. Like his liver was failing for that. So, and who knows how many times, you know, before this that it happened that was undisclosed. Mm-hmm. So I think when he gets his shit together, maybe he'll fight Tony Ferguson. Right. But Dana might force him to move up a weight class. So is this an argument for maybe a weight class in between the lightweight and the the welterweight? I think that'd be a good idea. I think, well, there's, it's a constant thing that I'm always reading about is get more weight classes, get more weight classes. Yeah, every 10 pounds. Yeah, every yeah. 10 pounds. I mean, they have enough guys. The mm-hmm. UFC is just flooded. Now with them doing the contender series, yeah. they're giving out two contracts every single week. I mean, yeah. they're just getting yeah. more and more flooded. They have like five or 600 guys on contract. Yeah, that's crazy. Do they have more than like WWE has? They have to. Oh, absolutely. I think so. Yeah, and I that's crazy. Do, yeah. I don't think... UFC is as profitable as WWE. No, it's it's definitely not. Um, I think UFC is just they they need to figure something out because they they've relied too much on like those one or two stars. Yeah. And that's where yeah. they differ with WWE. Is it WWE's got you know twenty thirty stars that you know they're they're not you know John Cena's or Brock Lesnar's, but there's a, a bunch of really good tiers. Yeah. As far as UFC is concerned, it's Connor Ronda. Nobody. Yeah, John Jones would have been would a have distant been. second. Yeah, like he w- and and that's out the win- That's out the window now because he'll never fight in UFC again. No, I just I, I, after getting caught, was it is this three times now? He's failed three out of four tests since Usada has been around, and the one that he didn't fail for was the fight with OSP where he looked his absolute worst. Yeah, so, he looked terrible. Uh, and like now that more information about the steroid that he got busted for has come out. Apparently it's a thing that they use in the bodybuilding community where it's out of your system in like hours, like one or two hours. Mm-hmm. And it makes you super aggressive. Uh, like it's basically like a fucking crazy ass uh, pre-workout. Okay. So I think he's been on that shit the whole time. And uh, what, what they were saying is uh, I think it's a new test that they have that they busted him with. But the way they catch people is that it's incredibly hard to get a prescription for it, like, legally. Mm-hmm. So you get it on the black market, and that's when you get bad batches, and yep. that's when you get caught. Yep. Okay. So this is twice that he's gotten caught. I don't think it's boner pills both times. No. And, like, multiple offenders. That's that could This could be, like, a four-year suspension, which is a career ender. Absolutely, because yeah. what is he, 32, 33 now? I think he's 30 on the dot. Gosh, yeah, that's... That just destroys him completely. It ruins his credibility. Yeah. He'll he'll never get a title fight as far as Dan. I mean, it's basically it's at this point it's hello Bellator. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bellator much. will will oh, capitalize on him. Yeah. They'll take anybody. Yeah, yeah. Bellator will capitalize, but I wouldn't be surprised if Vince McMahon capitalizes. John Jones fucking called Brock Lesnar out on live pay per view, and where's Brock Lesnar? That's true. That could be WrestleMania. Man, I'll tell you what. If there's a, ever a, a bigger opportunist than, than Bellator with UFC <laughs> yeah. guys, it's Vince McMahon with UFC yeah, guys. Yeah. But like, that's what you fucking do because was, everybody was thinking, like, oh, Brock's going to drop the title at SummerSlam and go to UFC and fight John Jones. John Jones gets busted, what, right before, right after SummerSlam? Yep, it yeah, was right, right after. after. So 
I don't know. That's money on the table. How fast can John Jones learn how to wrestle? You know what? They got a lot of mileage out of Lesnar Goldberg. I think they can make John yeah. Jones <laughs> Lesnar work. Fuck it. Let him fight <laughs> in the ring. Nobody would even know. That's, that's probably true. Just let him fight. <laughs> Just uh, the PG era gets ruined by Lesnar and John <laughs> Jones destroying the shit out of each other in a yeah. steroid brawl. Just let them fucking kill each other. Oh, my goodness. Just be like, John Jones, how many steroids can you take by March? (laughs) (laughs) Probably a lot. Can can you bulk up just a little bit? Just a little bit. You know what, though? I think he would look... He'd look all right against Lesnar. I I think uh, it's not... It's definitely not impossible that John Jones would have beat him. No, I I think it would have been more of an upset for Lesnar to beat John Jones. Yeah, Yeah. because... The striking alone, Lesnar just cannot handle a good striker. Cain Velasquez. Yeah. He he showed exactly what Lesnar is. Just a guy that can take you down, and if he can't hold you down, he's screwed. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that was exactly the, right. the Cormier fight, like, showed John Jones, like, obviously Brock would be a little bit different because he's got extra power, but Jones's takedown defense was outstanding in that Cormier yeah. fight. Yeah, but Cormier's 5'10". Yeah, but True. yeah, so, like, Brock, Brock has a lot a more power. Yeah, but... <laughs> Like, if he could defend that well against Cormier, he could probably hold his own doing a takedown defense yeah. against Brock, and then he's got the striking advantage. So, yeah. Yeah, right. and he... I don't think he's lankier than Brock, though. Like, I don't know if that he... if I think Brock would be one of the only people that Jones would have fought that he might not have the uh, reach advantage against. I would agree with that. I, I think the the... the advantage that John Jones has though is that his reach is so long against his opponents mm-hmm. but he fights even longer so you know whatever his span is add another six inches to that that's just how long he fights yeah yeah and, and those, be leaning in a little bit and those yeah. stabbing those like little uh those shin kicks or those knee kicks that he does yeah Lesnar would not have any of that no but it, it's really just like John Jones would have to catch Lesnar on the way for like on uh, while Lesnar's shooting for a takedown, he'd have to catch him with something. Mm-hmm. But if he doesn't, does, like he might have good takedown defense against the guy who's 205, but does he have yeah. good takedown defense against fucking 280-pound Brock Lesnar coming right. at you? Who's, you know, wider than... Like, the amount of time it would take to trace your finger across Brock Lesnar's back, you could listen to the entire Game of Thrones theme. It's true. I, I've done it. <laughs> <laughs> like, could he get out from under him? Brock's freakishly strong. Stronger than anybody at 205. True. But Jones is, he's real squirmy. Yeah. And he's, he's a, he's a, a squirrely strong squirrely. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm I'm almost, I'm kind of disappointed that it's not going to happen. Yeah, yeah, it sucks. Like, because, you know, you look at Kane. Kane also has, like, other than Cormier, has John Jones really knocked anybody out? Like, he's not a big finisher. He's choked guys out, and he's um, he's TKO'd guys, but he's never, like, actually flatlined some guy. Yeah, yeah. like, Kane has... Kane's a finisher. He is. Like, most of the time, mm-hmm. he's got great knockout power. So, you know, he catches Lesnar. Lesnar's going to get hurt. Right. But John Jones, even if he has the knockout power, he has it on, at light heavyweight, not at heavyweight. Right. Because Brock's still got a motorcycle helmet of a head. True. So, you know, who knows? And then, like you said, it sucks that we're never going to see it. Yeah. And if we do see it now, it's going to be a work. So. It's going to be such a friggin' work. But yeah. I'd still be excited to watch it. I'd watch it'd it. Be, it'd be fun for the build-up, at least. Yeah. 
I, I completely agree. It'd just be fun to see John because John Jones has turned into a real good verbal basher yeah. in yeah. this whole Cormier feud. And it, it, he doesn't like he doesn't go after the obvious stuff. He just gets those little like little ninja things that just sit and fester with you. Yeah. Like, you know, that that whole the whole towel incident, you know, like you'll be the greatest two hundred and six point two pound champion or whatever. <laughs> that just pissed off Cormier yeah. so bad. Yeah. <laughs> well that well, yeah, let's I be think honest. Yeah, I think that's part of legitimately hating the other guy. Exactly, yeah, that too. <laughs> the fucking towel thing was such horseshit. Oh my gosh. How do they not know? Like that's that's a trick. Like you are the Nevada State Athletic Commission. You yeah. are the biggest athletic commission in the world, probably. Yeah. And you don't know the towel trick. Like fucking, I've I've been standing on a scale. You just like touch the doorknob. Yeah. You start pounds shedding gone. pounds. Yeah. Like oh my god, that was ridiculous. Well, you can just see Cormier is like moving his hands a little bit on the towel, and yeah, he only had to lose a like a what one point three pounds, I think was what yep. it was. Yeah. That's a that's two fingertips mm-hmm. on there. Yeah, and he didn't even try like grab it from the inside or anything. Just like right he was top. just blatantly doing it, and mm-hmm. they're just like, "No, this is fine. Yep, this is good. Yeah, this is you, sanctioned." You, you don't weigh two hundred six pounds. Go out, you know, have a quick fart, and come back in, and bam, you're two hundred five championship yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Even if you went and barfed, are you gonna barf out a pound of food? He probably had nothing to barf up. Yeah, he was probably true. Yeah. he was probably colon blown and all kinds of shit to make two hundred five. That Cormier is the perfect example of there needing to be a, a a weight class in between or either one beyond heavyweight or lower the heavyweight and make a super heavyweight because yeah. yeah cormier is too big to be making the the light heavyweight and arguably too small to be a heavyweight yeah, yeah they yeah. need like a 220 they do need a like, 220 think about if they had 220 like frank mir randy couture you know how many fucking guys would have benefited benefited from two hundred five or two twenty? I think even like Brendan Schaub would have like you know that would have been perfect for him. Yeah, because like, Schaub got work because he was too small to be a heavyweight. Yeah, and yeah. too big to be light heavyweight. Exactly. Like there, and that's that's what happens when you have a sixty pound fucking difference between yeah. your weight classes. Absolutely. Because technically two hundred six, you're a heavyweight. Yeah. Yeah. Which that, is crazy. That is so crazy. Yeah, because then what? The two sixty five is the max for heavyweight, mm-hmm. yep. and Cain Velasquez comes in fighting at like two thirty, two thirty five. Cain's another one at two twenty. Would have been yeah. that's perfect. Two twenty would be really good for him. Yeah. Like, but I mean, he's also a monster at the yeah, the heavyweight monster, division. He never so. really had a problem. No, he didn't. But imagine he would be unstoppable at like if there was two twenty. I yeah. want to see him and Cormier go at it. Yeah, like That'd you be, hear, yeah do do a two twenty catch weight. You yeah. know. Like those two Cormier always. Wouldn't even, Cormier is undefeated at heavyweight. Yeah, he he was. Uh, he won the he Grand Prix champ in Strike Force. Yeah, he won that Strike Force Grand Prix. Beat uh, Bigfoot Silva. He beat. God, I don't even remember half the guys he beat, but I think he he was a late add-in to it, and mm-hmm. a couple of guys got hurt, and they threw his name in there, and he goes and wins the whole damn thing. Yeah, so I guess with the John Jones losses, he's actually better at heavyweight than he is at. Light heavyweight, mm-hmm. yeah, but we'll never see him and Kane because they're teammates, and they said they'll never fight each other. Yeah, yeah. and Kane can't is... stop getting hurt. I know. If he, there's argument. If Kane could have stayed healthy, he could have probably been the greatest of all time. Yeah, I, I yeah. would be. I, I would almost say he is the like the greatest heavyweight of all time. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, there's people that get tossed in there. You know, there's Fedor, there's you know Kane, there's um, shit. I'm blanking on his name right now. Who's the dude that beat Fedor first? Oh, uh, Verdum? Yeah, Verdum, because he beat all the people that are considered to supposed be the greatest. supposed to be the greatest. But then there's, if you say that, though, then there's Stipe Miocic. Stipe, yeah. Who flatlined him. Just flatlined him with a punch going backwards. Yeah. Stipe. I'm a big fan of Stipe. Me yeah. too. Just like, 
ultimate blue collar worker, yeah. Stipe Miocic from Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah. You know, yeah. this super foreign sounding name from the most American city yeah. in yeah. the country. So, like, let's say Kane comes back, fights Stipe, and Stipe knocks out Kane, then Stipe's name is right in there. He's absolutely right in there. Because like, who who else? Mm-hmm. Who else could beat Kane and Verdum? And, like, Fedor, it wouldn't even matter if he beat Fedor now. Fedor just got knocked out by Mitrione. Fedor, Fedor is, is nothing. He hasn't been really any, like, the the downfall was when he got beat by Verdun. Yeah, that was yeah. the end of it. And even even before that, like he wasn't Fedor at his best, but he no. was still good enough to beat everybody that well, honestly, everybody that's not in the UFC. Well, exactly. And but if you think at the time, it was kind of the whole thing of uh, they were, they were starting to build towards a, a Lesnar Fedor fight, like when mm-hmm. Lesnar was mowing through the UFC, yeah. when the UFC's heavyweight division was nothing. Like, yeah, Les Lesnar came in. Lesnar and and Rousey had that perfect time, perfect place. They both came in the UFC when their respective divisions were garbage. Yeah, yeah. and so to have seen them at that time, that'd have been great to see Fedor and and Lesnar. But you see that now, or anyone in Fedor now, it's just it's the depressing he's like it's like anderson silva after his first loss like, yeah he never really got it back never was the same and then broke his leg and yeah that was i think that was uh he lost his confidence which was a big part of it right uh but then breaking his leg like all at, all at once it's just like the perfect storm yeah but then again he comes back and knocks out bisping and still loses somehow yeah. <laughs> exactly complete horse shit <laughs> not a bisping fan I don't dislike him, but he is the best in the world at getting by by the goddamn skin of his teeth. That is 100% true. Because I don't care what those judges said. Dan Henderson beat him. He did. Yeah. Absolutely. The only the only moderate argument that you have for Bisping winning that fight is just volume. Yeah. It's a volume thing. But yeah. touching him doesn't... Like, he got, he got knocked down three times and his face after that his yep. face l- looked like a free-for-all like three guys just went bam 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 on his face and hendo looked fine yeah Hendo looked gassed is all yeah. he looked but a little Hendo's, tired because he's 46 well yeah and hendo gets gassed and like after uh him and the shogun fight mm-hmm. he had to like his coaches had to hold him up yeah Henderson gets gassed walking to the cage. Let's be honest. Yeah. Well, and then he's spending 25 minutes fucking landing haymakers on Bisping's goddamn face and knocking him him down. And then, like, if that fight took place anywhere other than the UK, Hendo would have... Oh, yeah. And and Bisping played it smart to have it fought in the UK. Mm -hmm. That fight's in Vegas. It's over. Yeah. Bisping is never lost in the UK. And if it goes to the decision, he never will. Nope. I I wouldn't even be surprised he could get... Knocked out in the UK, and they'd be like, mm. eh, "Illegal." Yeah, this is a twelve to six elbow. He got it was a head kick. What? Yeah, like I mean, how he's many- got Mayweather pull in the UK. Yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. But that the I was always a big Anderson Silva fan, and when he mm-hmm. just dropped him with that knee, fucking uh, Herb Dean was like, "No, nah, he's fine." Yeah, like, for one, that's dangerous because he was just dead. Exactly. But then he came back and. I guess outboxed him, but it it doesn't matter to me. He was he was knocked out. That that yeah. that should have been yeah. the end of the fight. All because he wanted his mouthpiece back. <laughs> yep. But that's another thing too. It's like Anderson Silva fucking knocks the dude out, still loses. He's never gonna get his confidence back. No, absolutely not. But I am excited for his next fight. Um, He's gonna get killed. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Sil- Silva's next fight or Silva's next Silva's next fight. Oh, okay. He's got. Um, What's that? Calvin Gustafson? Yeah, Gustafson. Gustafson. Oh, God, He's just yeah. going to get taken down He's and He's going to get yeah. murdered. It's yeah. going to be so heartbreaking. Because Calvin watch. just doesn't care. As long as he can make weight, he doesn't care. Is it Calvin or is it... Kelvin? 
Kelvin? I, I there's there's Ke- Kel- look it up. <laughs> Kyle? It's Gail. It's either Calvin or Kevin. Gail? Uh, there's it means Kevin Gastelum and Calvin Gustafson, and I keep fucking messing. It's, it's Kelvin Gastelum. Ke- okay, Kelvin Gastelum. Kelvin Gastelum. <laughs> Did okay. you bing it? Kel- Kelvin Gastelum. Yeah, you okay. binged it. Yeah, I. It's the same thing. Like uh, we were talking about um, when GSP like had his last loss against Matt Sarah. I said Matt Hughes because Matt Hughes is the one who just got hit by the train and he's in my mind. Right. And I think GSP had a feud with Matt Hughes too. He did, yeah. That's yeah. who he originally beat for the belt. Yeah, so I, I get... Sometimes I get names mixed up, especially when they sound super similar. Well, similar. yeah. But anyway, yeah. Calvin uh, Gasolum has been on a fucking tear since he has. 185. And... Did just come off the lot. He's coming off the loss, though, to Wideman. He got choked out. The triangle choke. Was... That that was... Calvin Gustafson? Yeah. <laughs> Gasolum? <laughs> Kelvin Gesselum just got recently choked out by Weidman. I didn't know that was him. Yeah. Oh. Well. Got triangle choked. That was that was Weidman's first win in, what, three or four fights. Yeah, Weidman. God, just... And it's not even that... It's all been dumb shit. Yeah. Like, he lost to Luke Rockhold because he decided he was going to be a ninja and throw a wheel kick for yeah. no reason. He's never thrown a wheel kick in his life. Yeah. He lo- he watched because Vitor Belfort knocked out Luke Rockhold with one of those. It's like, dude, you were winning. Yeah, yeah. That that was like round three. Like he run- he won rounds one and two, three. I think he lost. Mm-hmm. Four though, he's he's come back on strong. He's come back on strong. Throws that kick, boom, 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 and then was it beginning of round five? He gets yeah taken down. And it should have been stopped in the previous round too. It should have been. Yeah, but one mistake there. Well, what was his next fight? Uel. Yoel Romero, yeah. And he went for a takedown, and Yoel caught him with a knee. Perfectly timed that knee. And it really, to me, like when I watched it, I don't even know if that knee was on purpose or if he was just trying to jump over him. It's hard to tell. Yoel Romero is like a friggin'... <sighs> the dude is a rocket. Yep. He could just... He could probably, in a one-bound, jump over the cage wall. Yeah, and that's another fight Weidman was winning yep. until he got caught with a knee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then... uh what uh, Mustafa? No, not Mustafa. That's the WWE guy. Who, who did he fight? <laughs> You're on the right track, though. The guy that just left to Bell- for Bellator. Yeah, that was bullshit. That was bullshit. Like, you know, Weidman got completely screwed there. Screwed, and then they also went to replay, which they don't have replay in New York for MMA. Mm-hmm. So and the ref asked him, like, he's in one of the most stressful situations you could possibly be in in the middle of a fight in front of millions of people. Yep. And he got the date wrong and they're like, no, he, he can't continue. It's like, how about ask him, what's your name? What's the guy's name that you're fighting? Yeah, exactly. You know, what city are you in or something? Who's like, your boss? Or, or just straight Let's up fight. ask if he can go. Like, yeah. how much time did they waste too? He would have recovered. He was recovered from he whatever was just he fine. was happening. Yeah. So like, uh, it's just like a series of unfortunate. Did yeah, you get- it was uh, Gerard Masasi's. Masasi. Yes. Masasi. God. See what I mean? I'm just bad at these names. It's because every fucking wrestling show, if if it's not Minnesota, it's like a locker room full of new people. I'm going to multiple stores a day with receivers, right. different people checking me in. I got to remember people's names. I'll straight up be like, "All right, what's your name?" And they're like, "Oh, how long have you been delivering here?" And it's like. I see like 30 people a day and it's different. It's a different group of stores once a day, every two weeks. If that's the rotation is two weeks. I'm not going to remember all of you. Yeah. So you're not I, special. Yeah. Get over it. I mean, I, you're I'm, icy. I'm busy remembering the fucking game of Thrones people's names, which like 
That's hard. Yeah. It's real hard. Good thing we're at the second to last season because now I finally got it. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm still struggling a little bit because up until about a month, month and a half ago, I hadn't seen a single episode. Oh, really? I caught up just in time to watch the finale live and holy McShit. Oh, good. We can talk about the finale. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, yeah, that was insane. Super good. Yeah. <laughs> And then you see like articles popping up where Game of Thrones lost its way. Shut your fucking mouth. It hasn't mouth. lost its way. The only reason it lost its way is because this season wasn't 10 episodes like it should have fucking been. Yeah. yeah. Bitch. Yeah, exactly. But, um, they had but, yeah, but before we get to that. Yeah, we so, can't get into yeah. spoilers. Yeah, we okay. can't get into spoilers yet. <laughs> Shit. Uh, uh, Ryan, how did you actually get into MMA? Like, It was kind of a weird process. I've, I remember watching my first UFC. I think it was a tape. It would have been like UFC two or three. It was at. Uh, do you remember Ben Noah? Yes. Ben Noah. I was over at his place, and he pops on a, a UFC uh, tape, and they had just um, enacted some new rule where you could literally lay on a guy for the whole round, and they wouldn't okay. just automatically yeah, pick you so, up. Or yeah, because it was early UFC. It was yeah. early. They're still figuring out their stuff, yeah. and it was a Dan Severn fight, and I forget who who he was fighting, and he literally just laid on him. And the occasional punch was just laid on him and okay. won the fight in three rounds. I was like, this is the mighty UFC? Yeah. Fuck that. I'm I'm done. Yeah. I, I didn't watch it again until um, the second George St. Pierre-BJ Penn fight where okay. they wouldn't let BJ Penn off the stool after like round two or three. I think that was the second fight. And so I became a big GSP fan, and then Lesnar comes and joins. I'm yeah. obviously a big Lesnar fan. Um, so it was right around that time where GSP was reigning over the welterweight division, and Lesnar was coming in and tearing through guys. And Anderson Silva was just coming on the scene. So it was probably, what, 2003 or four, maybe? Somewhere in there? Maybe yeah, five I or think six? Yeah, that sounds about right. Was yeah. it that early? It might have been that early. Well, because Lesnar... It wasn't 04, because Brock... That was WrestleMania 20. His last match okay. would have been in 04. And then... So that probably been about probably, the time I started yeah, watching. Yeah, because yeah, I think yeah. that was around the time of the, the GSP... Yeah, GSP was getting fight, big. I think yeah. Lesnar was like 06. Right. 05 yeah. or 06, because he did his thing yeah, with the Vikings, 06, too. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that would have been right around the time I started watching. I think my... And I went, I've gone to one UFC event... And that was when they were here at the Target Center, and it was a UFC on Fox. Okay. It was Travis Brown, now Travis Travis Rousey, since they're married. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I fucking hate <laughs> Travis Brown so Dude, he, bad. I used to be such a big fan of him. He And the, another thing, he, he tore an ACL in that fight against Bigfoot Silva, and after that, he was just never the same. He was like mm-hmm. the next golden boy heavyweight. Yeah, they 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 compare. They were comparing old Travis Brown to like Dominic Cruz. Yeah, but like as a heavyweight, exactly, which is like, insane. He was he just had this different fighting style. He's, he was super tall, super lanky, fought long, mm-hmm. had great power, great chin, and now he's got just that glass jaw. He's nothing well, now because he went to Ronda's camp, who's got notoriously what the worst training camp, absolute ever? worst, just terrible. Like he was on a tear until going to that camp and yep. tearing his ACL and shit. Yeah. And that's unfortunate. So, like... Now he's got to poke people in the eye. Now yeah. Poke people so in the eye. for one, I'm a big fighter in the kid fan, so okay. I'm all about Brennan Schaub. Yep. So, naturally, I don't like Travis Brown already. <laughs> right. Then you take the fucking eye pokes into it. So, the first fight I watched of his was him and Mitrione. Okay. And I was infuriated that the ref didn't take anything away from him. Mm-hmm. And no, he got he did like three, three or four. Yeah, it was crazy. His eye was like a there was a fucking golf ball mm-hmm. coming out of his eye. 
Uh, and then I went back and I watched um, him and Shab after Shab retired. Yep. And uh, again, he got a TKO win over Shab, who was literally looking at the ref saying, don't stop and I'm fine. Yep. And getting punched in the back of the head. Some more bullshit. Yep. And then the fucking Verdum eye poke. Would you take the picture? It's like knuckle deep. It is knuckle deep. I'm surprised it's real bad. I'm surprised he didn't pop his eye. <laughs> yeah, just... So, I don't like Travis Brown. Uh, <laughs> my favorite Travis Brown fight was at 200. When he got worked <laughs> by Velasquez in like two minutes. Yeah. Kane decided to try new shit on him. Yeah. He <laughs> was like, oh, this is easy as shit. Let me try spin kicks. Yeah. <laughs> when does Kane done a spin kick? UFC 200, and you know what? The first one almost worked. Yeah. It almost worked. And he's like, eh, okay, bip, 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 bip. let's try it again, boop. Uh, <laughs> not working. I'm just going to knock the fucker out. Yeah. yeah. He failed once, did it again, and yeah. still got away with it. Like, I remember Joe Rogan's reaction. He's like, what? <laughs> just starts laughing on commentary. Yeah. I think the only person I've hated more than Travis Brown in the UFC was Josh Koscheck. Oh man, when Koscheck got knocked out with that left hand from uh welterweight champ, what the hell's his fucking name? Uh Lawler? No, no former cur- like current one? Yeah. Uh, Woodley. Yeah. Woodley, yeah. Hit him with that freaking yeah. left hand. Oh my gosh, I was so happy. They threw that one up on um uh on the YouTube hyping the uh the last Woodley fight with yep. um Damien Maya. That uh, was boring as fuck. Which was funny. So like I watched that and I was like, oh fuck, Woodley versus Koscheck. I'm in because I know exactly what's gonna happen. Yeah, and then uh, it's only like four minutes long too. It's real quick. Yeah, it's not it's not bad at all. No. Nope. Uh, so I watched the Ultimate Fighter where it was GSP versus Josh Koscheck yeah. because one, so like I got into UFC because of Brock, but yeah. then stayed because of GSP. Mm-hmm. And you know I like Frank Mir too, but yeah. like GSP was was the man. But I went to high school with the kid that was on that season. Oh really? I didn't know him very well, but well, I was went- like fuck. Yeah, I saw that guy all the time. Yeah. Uh, he was on GSP's team, too. Uh, it was uh, Dane, Dane Sayers. Okay. He was the dude with the red mohawk. Okay, yeah, yeah. Had, uh, GSP tried to get it in the wild card, and then right. Koscheck fucking weaseled his guy in there to go get choked out in a guillotine the same exact way he got eliminated. Yeah, exactly. But um, anyway, that whole fucking season capped off the perfect way just watching GSP jab Koscheck in the eye for 25 he minutes. He beat him with a jab. <laughs> yeah. Legitimately. Like... Koscheck, you were so terrible. You got beat by a GSP jab. Yeah. yeah. Well, about a hundred of them. Well, yeah. There's a I whole mean, bunch of them. But granted, like, GSP has probably one of the best jabs in all of MMA. Yeah. Like, I'm excited to see him light bisping up with that. Did, did that yeah. get stopped, or did that went the distance? Didn't it went it? the distance. So 25 that, minutes of him jabbing him in the that eye. that was that was in GSP's reign of like he was stopping guys before becoming champion. Yeah. But then once he became champion, he he stopped stopping guys yeah he was playing it safe he went to decisions and took like not that he didn't try it because that fight he had against dan hardy he almost ripped dan hardy's arm out of the socket but dan hardy's like so weird and so flexible that he He just wouldn't tap yeah he wouldn't tap bar getting stretched out yeah i think gsp he let the holds go because he didn't want to injure him exactly He, he stopped he stopped the torque a little bit yeah which like you know go over to fucking frank mir and tim sylvia Frank Mir Noguera. Frank Mir, you know, he plays for fucking keeps. Yeah. I'm surprised that he didn't do that to Lesnar's ankle when he, he first caught He almost did, but I'm surprised the, the he let go. separate him. Right. And that's, 
you know what? You everybody can blame Frank Mir for Lesnar's terror in the UFC. <laughs> he had a chip on his shoulder ever since that. Oh yeah, because that was another fight too. He made a he made a little rookie mistake against a guy that you don't like. You don't approach that way. No. And, but if he didn't punch Mir in the back of the head, he would have won. That mm-hmm. would have got stopped. Yep. And that was made evident in the second fight. Man, when he had him pinned up against the cage, arms tied, and just free reign on his yeah. face. That, is, that yeah. was I. That was fun to watch because I've never been a real big Frank Mir fan. <laughs> I just think it's fun to watch him rip people's limbs off. Yes. But, I, you know, I liked Mir, but, I, you know, I liked Lesnar too. Right. It's hard. When you are when you are a WWE guy or a pro wrestling guy, you have to cheer for Absolutely, Lesner. you have to cheer yeah. for the Lesnar. So, yeah. but, you know, I, he, like, Lesnar getting into it, it just made me, like, be like, holy fuck, like, finally a sport I can get into. Right. You know, it's, it's like pro, it's like if pro wrestling was real, it would be this. What? Or if it wasn't a work. Cause it's still guys, real to me, damn it! It hurts. It it's does not hurt. Fake. It's a work. He, yeah, dude. As I've, as I've seen both of you just kick the shit out of each other. Yeah. Hey, that's that's a that's a thing with pro wrestling yeah. though. Like you 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 hit everybody, but like you hit your buddies harder. <laughs> yeah. It's stupid. Like why would I hit it's my buddy really harder? Dumb, yeah. yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It's because they can take it. Yeah, you yeah. know you can take it. So <laughs> we're not the hero that. Gotham know, wants. Yeah, we're the one it needs. Yep. So, you know, we hate each other because we can take yeah. But, you know, and so, f- stupid story on that. From uh. the, from yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're a stupid story. I am. Anyway, so, uh, s- stupid tale. <laughs> uh, from the cage match this last weekend, I'm getting tossed into the cage from side to side. It's not the cage that hurts me. It's the fucking hitting my freaking side on the rope. I've got a bruise right oh, here <laughs> from the rope, not from the cage, from the rope. Wrestling is dumb. So yeah. that was at Forest Lake. Yeah, it was supposed to be outside, and it was supposed to be Chris Jordan and I. Yeah. Weather brought it inside, and Chris Jordan had a, a, a family emergency or a family event that uh, took him out of state, yeah. so they replaced it with JC Bandit. JD Bandit. JD, JC, JD, Sting, version two. <laughs> Sting version two. You know, if you're listening, JC, I'm sorry. DJ. J- <laughs> Kelvin Gastelum. <laughs> Gail? I, 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 so I trained with JD. Okay, we so you know together. his name. We won belts. It's a friend of mine. But when I saw those pictures, I was like, God damn it. He went full fucking Sting. He went full Sting with Batman colors. <laughs> yep. Well. It's a, it's a man called Keaton. Yep. Michael Keaton. <laughs> Adam West is the JD Bandit logo is a play on the Adam Dude, West I, logo. When I walk in, I see him in in the black and blue and I see him with the black and yellow. I'm like, it's like Michael Keaton meets Adam West and he's like, That's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. That doesn't surprise <laughs> me at all. Yeah. Uh I so the last time I wrestled him, I, I was wondering, is there a way where like he can make his entrance first and during his entrance I could run down? on some fucking joker paint and come out there and be like ha ha and then you know what with tna and i could be like look i'm also sting (laughs) that works sting's the best in the world at just stealing gimmicks from movies yeah Yeah. absolutely because he just straight up was the crow he was the crow he was the not only was he the crow wcw so the nwo was the gangsters that killed eric draven and his girlfriend yep they were the gangsters and Sting's just picking them off what, one by one. They just did the crow for like a year. Yeah. Yep. Well, that, Except, that was yeah, that was Scott Hall's idea. Of, yeah, yeah but they just like, straight up yeah. did the movie. Like when I was just watching the movie, I, I just watched the movie. Except like, they didn't shoot week. him for real. Right. Yeah. 
when I was watching the movie, I watched it like a week ago. The whole time, I'm just like, fucking A. This was WCW for like four years. <laughs> it really <Yeah>. was. <laughs> like, God damn it. <laughs> but it worked. It totally worked. But like when he first started doing that shit, they just straight up, they like, you know, he did the wavy lines later, mm-hmm. but he just straight up had the, the crow yeah, face paint uh-huh. and everything. Crow face paint, yeah. And then when he did Heath Ledger's Joker, why so nervous? Get the fuck out of my face with that. Like, subtlety, man. Yeah, there's there's no subtlety with, with Mr. Scott Borden. <laughs> Scott <No>. Borden? Yep. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, so I had to but, throw you in there. Yeah, yeah. you know uh, I appreciate it. Yeah. yeah, it's the nicest thing anybody's ever said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, before we get into spoilers and stuff, because uh, I know all the wrestling fans that listen to this would be very angry that we had you on and talked zero wrestling. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> we just talked about Sting for a while. Yeah, we did talk we about did. Sting. But like other other highlights from your career, Mr. Mr. Ryan Cruz. Oh gosh, there's been so few. Um getting beat by Scott right Story. What's right over there? Guitar Hero? No, the the best of Chikara DVD that you're on. Oh man, with uh with us against the Kings of Wrestling. Yeah. Dude, that's like the match that put Darren and I on the map. Yeah. Like that was the reason that North Star Express like became a thing for like 3 or 4 years. Mm-hmm. Like getting booked all over the place. We would just show people that match. Yeah. And that's what started it. And it was awesome. <laughs> yep. Nice. Yeah, I, I literally, like, I I know I have that somewhere. Yeah. Because we were just, it was like, what, last, the weekend before last. We were just watching random wrestling stuff. I'm like, oh, I got something. And I grabbed that, not telling them that your guys' match is next. Yep. Yeah. And I'm just flipping through, flipping through. And I think, can't remember if it was you or Shane, but it was just like, is that fucking Ryan? <laughs> that was that was me. Yeah. I had no. So like when I saw you guys, I was like, what Holy a couple fuck, of chubby I, looking babies. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait a second, I know those guys. But then yeah. it hit me. I'm like, okay, I did know that you were on this. Like I, yeah. I had heard at one point, <laughs> right, yeah. that you guys were on a Chikara DVD. <laughs> yeah, we. Uh, gosh, that was that was cool because it was our our first. We we worked in the arena before, but this was like the first like super Chikara oh, yeah. show that we did in the arena. Oh yeah, I forgot like, it was in the arena. Yeah, too. which was like the mecca too because yeah. after the match, you know, crowd was probably like four or five hundred people strong, and they just started a North Star chant, and so they're. Corbin and I, two freaking green as shit baby faces with JJ Dillon raising our hands and 500 Chikara <laughs> fans chanting for the North Stars. Like, well, shit, if I were a crier, this would be the time I would start crying and <laughs> yeah. have my WrestleMania 12 Shawn Michaels moment. Just yeah. I had nothing to hold to look at to cry. Uh-huh. I could hold Darren maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> but I didn't. <laughs> so I would say that's probably like, that's probably the biggest memory because I mean, Working in the arena, like yeah, ECW, we were all ECW, yep. just yeah, crazy, all... crazy marks. And so to get to work in the arena, I mean, yeah, Madison Square Garden would be cool or Tokyo Dome would be cool. But like, I'm pretty realistic to the fact that those two are never going to happen. ECW is my freaking Madison Square Garden. Yeah, no. And that was, I, I still like the, the, it was the interview with Taz um, in on the ECW DVD that when he was so big in ECW, he's like, well, the only thing i wanted that at this point i've just realized never gonna happen is wrestling in the garden mm-hmm. and then he signed with wwe and was making his debut in the garden right <laughs> like, this is insane but yeah. yeah it's like that yeah two fans like us it's like oh my god the ecw arena yeah like 
And I mean, apparently the building itself is just a shithole. Oh, it's a garbage dump. Yeah. It is a total dump. <laughs> but but all those memories from it mm-hmm. is what makes that building special. Well, yeah. And I, I would be totally lying if I didn't first time in there go walk around and be like, this is where this happened. Yeah. Or this is where this happened. You know, like, oh, man, the scaffold was up there. Or this is where Tommy Dreamer got choke slammed, you know, off the eagle's nest. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. No shit. And I wasn't like this. Had iPhones been like a big thing back then, I'd have been doing a bunch of selfies and shit in the spot like hey this is where this happened but <laughs> yeah no and i i it didn't hit me how big of an ecw fan i was until uh kind of getting a little emotional last september at mill city mm-hmm. when dreamer comes out two man in the box yeah how about that like, oh this is like because i'd realized i'd never because I didn't like, I think you guys went to ECW when they were here for yep. like Anarchy Rules. I wasn't able to go. You can actually see us on hard cam. Yeah. As soon as Balls Mahoney pulls a fork out of his uh, out of his trunks or his shorts, you see me and Darren's stepbrother step just shoot yeah. right up in the background. We're just bloodthirsty fuckers. <laughs> yeah. Um. But it's like holy shit! I never thought this would happen. And right. It's like, fuck. I'm and I'm ringside. Mm-hmm. Is the cool it was the coolest part about that. But well, that was some of the cool things too. Like stuff that happened. Uh, at the arena, like D'Lo Brown was on a show, and he's apparently a huge Chikara mark. Okay, and so like he's calling, he's like looking at the the screen room. He's like, "Oh shit, it's the it's the Chikara special." Oh shit, like he's marking out, calling what the next spot is oh, gonna yeah. be. And we're like, "Holy fuck, D'Lo Brown knows about Chikara. This is pretty fucking cool." That's awesome. And, but it's just weird, like, and to to ex- expand upon that, like the the Dreamer stuff just weird seeing these guys in locker rooms. Like I'm sitting there before that mill city show. I was one of the first ones up in the locker room and dreamers up there. And I'm just sitting there having a conversation with dreamer about Yankee baseball. Yeah. Most (laughs) down to earth guy in the world. He'll just sit there and just shoot the shit with you. He doesn't drink. He doesn't smoke. He's wrestling is his vice and he likes to talk baseball. It was awesome. It was great. Fucking so cool. Sitting there like talking to time dreamer about baseball. (laughs) Pretty cool. Yeah. That was one of those nights where, Sometimes I can be super outgoing. Sometimes I can be super shy. Right. A little shy around Tommy Dreamer. Mm-hmm. And, oh, God, this is embarrassing. So there was one moment where I, we were up in the, like, balcony area, mm-hmm. like, looking down on at the ring. I was just standing up there. I don't remember what match was going on. And then, like, I feel somebody kind of walk up next to me. And I look, and, like, Tommy Dreamer's just leaning over there, standing next to me, watching something. Match ends. We both kind of get up and turn around. And he kind of looks at me. And I look at him, and I go, hey... <laughs> and he's like he's just like hey and then like I kind of like mm, like I'm like treating him like I don't know the hot girl at a bar I don't have the balls to fucking ask her out right yeah I don't have the balls to go hey Tommy Dreamer did you watch my match what'd you think what could I improve on cause I'm sitting there going like fuck Dreamer. <laughs> yeah. and then he kind of gives me this look like you're gonna like in hindsight the look to me said are you gonna ask me for advice you dumb little shit yeah exactly <laughs> and then he I didn't and he walked away and I just like the next morning I woke up I think in the midst of going fuck <laughs> so so yeah, yeah. so next well, time yeah. but <laughs> funny enough that's a learning experience because I know now you've mm-hmm. actually been good at I've been a lot better at that mm-hmm. asking around you know a yeah. certain you know, UK talent. Yeah, that, there's been a handful of UK people that have been involved in WWE matches as of late that I, I got to talk to. Yeah. Nice. Like, yeah. I saw it, I'm like, not again. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> I, I remember what happened. 
Don't want to wake up in the middle of the night in a cold sweat. Yeah. Well, and I, I, know. I haven't known who the fuck they were since I was like 11 either. So, well, yeah, there's that. that there's, there's that big thing. It'd be like, I don't know. Like if I was at a show and like fucking like Jeff Hardy was there. Right. Would I be able to go, hey, Jeff, how does it look when I do all your moves? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or would I be, would that be a moment where I clam up? Because I wouldn't be surprised mm-hmm. if like that's where teenage Dustin comes out and clams up and can't yeah. like, oh, hey, man. Like if I don't know if I met Leonardo DiCaprio, would I just be like, "Hey, dude, hey, or hey, guy, like, oh, 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 hold me," <laughs> you know, just like this. Tell me just you'll like never that. let go. <laughs> I would have never let go, man. Yeah. I would have never let. I would let your ass up on the on the piece of board. Yeah, I would have actually gotten in the water. Yep, for I would have you. gotten in the water with you because I think us dying together would have been magical. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Any, anyway. Uh, so yeah. So the last thing before before uh, all the plugs and stuff. Actually, in kind of in this this kind of same topic, uh, Ryan, what is like some of like the best advice you've gotten throughout your career? Oh, best advice. Um, get as much of your stuff on tape as possible if you're looking to get booked or whatever, because you never know when you're gonna have your best match or you're gonna have your next great match or whatever. Um. Just get as much on film as you can. A um, lot of, probably one of the best ones when I was first training was from Eric Cannon, and he just looked at us, looked at the the whole group of of trainees, and just said, "Eyes and ears open and mouth shut." I mean, you're yeah. gonna hear a lot. It's better to be seen and not heard, um, as far as in locker rooms, which is something I've completely gotten away from. I like yeah. to be heard a lot. Uh, <laughs> Um, but you're in the stage, at least now, that you can do that. I, yeah, I, I 14 years in, I figure I can be the loud, annoying guy in yeah. the locker room. I don't give a shit anymore. Yeah. Um, but then another thing is don't be afraid to pay it forward. I've had a lot of a lot of really fortunate things of guys like Quackenbush or Hero or Styles or Cannon. You know, these people not afraid to give me a pointer or can and take me under his wing for 14 years or, yeah. you know, all these guys don't be afraid to pay it forward. Like we've got a great camp here in Minnesota and in Brooklyn park, show up and help those kids. Yeah. Like I, I went there three or four weeks ago and just rolled around with the beginners class for mm-hmm. a few hours and they're asking questions and you know, they're Canon and uh, Sean are telling me, you know, chime in and give advice when you can and they afterwards thank me for my help and stuff it's just Mm. paying it forward is probably the best thing that i can say to anyone regardless of your if you're a year in or if you're 15 years in there's always someone coming up help Mm. them out yeah well yeah i i was actually relaying i think i i don't think i told it on the podcast but it kind of was uh that first mi or mpw show Mm. that i came down for which was your and darren's debut also had you know AJ Styles and Matt Seidel on, mm-hmm. and weren't you guys like testing out or trying to figure out a move? It was like the monkey flip, like Hurricane Rana thing. Yes, and AJ just helps jumps you out right in the ring and helps yeah. out. Yep, and that basically ends up becoming it's a similar spot to what ends up becoming the Never Ending Gobstopper. Exactly. <laughs> that gosh, I completely forgot about that. Yeah, but yeah, he he came in and, and tried to help us out with it, and like kicks off his flip flops, puts his phone in his wallet down. And is like, Hey guys, let me help you out here. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause I, I think both, I think both you and like both you and Darren after that just came up to me like later, like when we were back in DL and it was just like, okay, 
We've got to tell you this yeah, story. We're going to tell you this story. This is so freaking awesome. AJ Styles asked us to the dance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Um, but that, yeah, then that was pretty damn cool. Yeah, and that was yeah, just all the cool stuff that we can he get in the wrestling business. But yeah, so we'll we'll go into spoilers uh right now, but before we do that, uh plugs and upcoming events for you guys. Oh, he's got to break out his cell phone because Mr. Big Shot doesn't remember all his dates. Yeah. Well, I remember him. I just wanted to make a point. That's fair. (laughs) (laughs) So I think he's on more shows than you coming up. Me or him? No, you. Me? Yeah. My September is booked as fuck. Mine too. Oh. Cool. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. uh, All right. So. (laughs) I was going to say whip him out and compare. Ooh, I'm a grower, not a shower. <laughs> I'm a I'm a shower, and it's even not impressive. I, then. I will. You know what? I'll listen to your problems and I'll cuddle you. Yeah. So, uh, follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the Scott Story. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Scott Story. You have that. shirts? Yeah, that's, that's cool. Got a few of them. So, cool. what do we got coming up that's on September second, so this cool. Saturday? We got Pro Wrestling Battleground. I'm not on that show. No, he's not on that show. They stopped booking me once I got I lost the title. I, was, I went all Roman Reigns with that company. Yeah. The fans like me, and then they hated me, and now they don't book me. So I have no idea what that's like. <laughs> <laughs> they just love you. No, they 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 just absolutely. hate you. He's he's lucky this week because he's facing Rob James. Oh god, they're gonna love you. They just yeah. uh, they just uploaded my match with Airwolf. Uh, just go take a listen. You don't even have to watch. Just listen. Just take a listen. Uh, hey St. Paul, fuck you. Oh, St. Paul, fuck you. Uh, <laughs> so September seventh, we got first wrestling at the Caboose. Oh, I hear that's gonna be a great show. I think that's gonna be a great show. There's yeah. this guy, uh, Scott Story, is on that show. Oh man, I hear he's pretty good. Uh, I hear he has AIDS. Yeah, he sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it's <laughs> he's got the high five, pretty fierce. Yeah. Anyway, uh, and and. Ryan Cruz is on that hey! show. Hey! Oh! Watch your tits. And then MIW and Ham Lake on September 9th. I will be squaring off against Cody Rice. Cody Rice? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. He's a dreamboat. He's going to get oil and butter all over me and... Butter oil. He's going to do a backwards somersault on my face. and That's cool. <sighs> and then he'll lose. And then he'll lose. <laughs> um... As far as my September goes, I too am on the Caboose show September seventh, two thousand seventeen, for First Wrestling Presents. It's gonna be a great show. Come on down. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. take Friday off work because we are going party. Yeah, because yeah, Cole Cabana's on that show. Ethan Page is coming down. Space oh, ego Monkey. Ethan Page. Yep. That dude's awesome. I like him. <laughs> I, spent- I enjoy watching his stuff. Yeah. <laughs> when I was in Chicago, we were in a Denny's for four hours because our hotel was such a fucking shit. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, and... September 9, I'm in Richmond, Minnesota for Crushed Pro Wrestling oh, 3. Nice. I'm mm. wrestling some guy, opening contest, scheduled for one fall. I don't know his name. I don't know who he is. Um, September 16 is IWI and Coon Rapids. Uh, September 23rd is MIW in Shakopee. I think it's like some private show or something Wait. weird. Hold on. You better, Shakopee. You better chickity chick 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 at this. And then, oh, I just have MIW. I have no idea where the fuck it is. Oh, it's in Shakopee. <laughs> Interesting. I'll see you there. 
And then September 30th is uh, MIW in Forest Lake. Me versus the anarchist Eric Cannon. I'm going to punch him in his stupid face. Look at that. He went further into a September than I did. Yeah. Yeah, like, because September. Yeah, don't <laughs> well, stop the story. Well, because we're going to record you, before you the other ones. An, yeah, that's true. Yeah, but I'm not going to be here. I'm not yeah. going to be here. I'm no, not going to be here. not going to be here. So, okay, fine. I'm going to uh, hit you with a left-hand shot. September 22nd, fully loaded wrestling's in Fargo. And I'm only there for night one because I'm already booked fucking Minneapolis on Saturday. I can't do both nights. So, fuck you, Fargo. I'm from there. You're from you Fargo? Yeah. Whereabouts in Fargo? Have you ever been to Old Broadway? They have Somewhere a really good burger. The OB? Yeah. Like, I have, I didn't eat there. Like, are you talking about, like, the OB sports zone? No, like, it was an Old Broadway bar. In downtown? I don't know. It was, like, 20 years ago. It had, like, yeah. one of the best burgers of all time. Well, Old Broadway is the OB, and it's, like, a dance club yeah, type place. Dance. I think it was right when it was about to turn into a dance club. Yeah, it was like right when I was there. There's a restaurant right next to it. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I've never yeah. been there during the yeah. day. Dude, I went there during the day. <laughs> I, I guess I, I have sat out in those uh, uh, in the... What the fuck? Why am I blinking on... Uh, the patio area? No. Um, the booth. God, I'm stupid. You are dumb. <laughs> the booths. Like, okay. You know, I sat out there while I was getting shit-faced. Does Fargo still have a space aliens? Yep. Yeah. Do you ever go there and order the perfect pepperoni pizza from Pluto? No, okay. I didn't go to Space Aliens for my teenage years for a variety of reasons that That's I'm not cool. going to get into. On here. That's fair. I don't know why. I, I want to leave it a mystery. Pizza from Pluto. Like, well, what the fuck does Scott's story have beef with Space Aliens? What happened? Yeah. To space why? Aliens? Why do you hate? Do you hate aliens? I hate Space Aliens. That's fair. But I've been there since, and I don't have problems with Space Aliens anymore. Yeah. Okay, I'm happy. But me and Space you. Aliens. Didn't get off to a good start. Oh, right. I'm yeah. happy you guys are together. So, Ryan, again. your Twitter and Instagram. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook is at Cruz Shaka Laka. L-A-K-A. Right. And, yeah, you can check out all my stuff, knockedoutentertainment.com and Knocked Out Films on Twitter and Instagram. He has some of my pictures up. Yep. Mm, mine, too. It's glorious. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, that'll be it for the non-spoiler section because you guys all are spoiler phobes. Um, but yeah, in the spoiler section, we're talking about Game of Thrones, so shut it off if you don't shut want to. Shut it off it. now. Boom. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Game of Thrones. Season finale. Season finale. There was, <laughs> there was, there was some incest. A little oh bit of incest. Oh my gosh, was there incest? They didn't know it was incest, though. This yeah, is, does that make it better? This was like Luke and Leia kissing. It they is. They didn't know. It is better because there was insertion. Yeah, they went further, but come on, if your aunt looked like that. Dude, I swear to God. <laughs> You'd give in a little bit. I would give in a little bit. I'd Bend give in a knee. lot of it. Mm. Okay, so the thing about this is I love the way that they use that and then we're transposing it with the three-eyed raven talking about what Jon Snow really is. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was so well done because it took away from the awkwardness of, okay, he's doing his aunt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But it was like, you, you kind of go from that, you're almost cheering, like, they, they fucking conditioned you with the Lannister shit at the yeah. beginning, because you start off by going like, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah. To now you're like, come on, just fuck your aunt. Yeah, just do it. Like, we want this to happen well, so you, bad. But what we didn't actually have confirmation, because it could have been a cousin at that point. You, yeah. We didn't yeah. know for still, sure. Still incest, though. Well, I mean, incest is incest. I'm not I'm not saying yeah. it's okay. I'm not like going to go to Kentucky and start doing it. But, like, I mean, since fucking day one, the, the rumor was always Jon Snow's the son of Rhaegar. Exactly. And, and uh, what's her name? Liana, Liana, yeah. Liana Stark. Uh, but then we found out that not only because it was always Liana was raped by Rhaegar. Right. You find out they actually were in love. Mm-hmm. You find out they got married. 
And then now Jon Snow is the fucking heir to the throne. Suck it, Daenerys. Wow. Yeah. Who should bend the knee now? Who's bending the knee? Instead, he probably bent her over. He bent yeah, he her bent over. Her. Oh! Ew. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Which I I do love the fact that like earlier in the there was a meme uh, going around and it was Cersei just saying you know we can have this if the King of the North you know steps off right and then John's response is that sounds like a really great deal but I'm really trying to fuck my aunt yeah sorry about that <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> wait you're saying I could get the one thing I've been trying to get this whole goddamn time yeah damn it. <laughs> But have you seen my aunt? Have you seen? Did you see her entrance? Yeah. By the way. Yeah. Did you see the entrance with the dragon? Just flies mm. in on a dragon, fashionably late, just to piss off Cersei. Yep. Knowing full well that it doesn't matter how many soldiers you have, that dragon's gonna kill them all. If oh my goodness. If they wanted to, Jamie knows. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> Jamie knows, and yeah, it's like that was just one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was just line. one. There was a meme after that, or somebody just wrote like. A picture of Jamie grabbing the spear, and it says, "Hi, I'm Jamie Lannister, and welcome to Jackass." <laughs> <laughs> yep, that was um, real. Dumb. I, I do oh also my. love the meme that's going around of, "Didn't she have three dragons? Didn't you have three children?" Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, snap. fucking. Speaking of, didn't she have three dragons? Somebody got a dragon. Yeah. Somebody got a dragon, and, and they fucking fucking shit up with it. <laughs> And they 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 pulled a Ronald Reagan. They tore down that wall. <laughs> Mr. Redbeard, tear down that wall. Which leads us to the question: Is he alive? Did he die? I don't know. I I but hope that they escaped. If they didn't call him get, Redbeard, does he have an actual name? Uh, that's Tormund. Redbeard. Yeah, he's Redbeard. Yeah. If they didn't uh, get that dragon, Redbeard, what the fuck were they gonna do? Right. World War Z it. Just Maybe. fucking make a pile of zombies and get four of them at the time. <laughs> well, there's there's like a hundred thousand of them. Yeah, zombies. yeah. There's there's so, a, they got a, they got a, you they know they probably would have just just knocked it down yeah. with their hammers and their swords. They'd eventually got through. Yeah, they they would have got, got there. Not like they get tired. Yeah. No, they're they're dead. Or you just stab it and fucking climb up with your daggers. Well, yeah, they would get up twice as fast. Isn't it in the book that that the that army is like twice as strong as like a normal man. Like each individual is like got double the power oh. of a man. I think that's uh, what it's in the book. But yeah, potentially. I like don't. They've read. never gone full into like because they they are very much just this looming threat that's right. out there. Mm-hmm. So we don't get much interaction in the books like with the the White Walkers. Oh, gotcha. you know what though? Um, when the Wildlings attacked Castle Black, they got through that yeah, the door. Wildlings, yeah, the wildlings with the giants yep. that are now White Walkers. Right. Yeah. So they would have got through. Absolutely, yeah. they would have got through. But not as fucking like many at a time. Yeah. Right. Not not being able to. Okay, here's an entire like yeah. battalion. There would have been a choke point. We would have had a yeah. little three hundred situation. Yeah. They would have got overwhelmed, and then they would have died, and eventually the undead would get through. Yeah. Yeah. It was fucking Rick when we need him. <sighs> fucking Rick. Yeah. Carl. Yeah. So, so the the people I talk to about Game of Thrones, I I would tell them, hey, I'm I haven't seen a single episode. I'm binge watching the shit out of it to try and catch up. And they're like, who's your favorite character? Who's your favorite character? Yeah. And I wasn't able to say. I was like, okay, Jon Snow's cool. Khaleesi's awesome. Grey Worm's the shit. Yeah. You know, I hate this person. Whatever. I finally figured out who my favorite character was. Who's that? When they were all on the island, and the White Walkers were coming and hound. I'll get segue on that in a second. Hound <laughs> throws the rock, and then they're fighting, and then they were teasing that Redbeard was going to get fucked up. 
And then Hound comes in and saves him. I'm like, okay, I know who my favorite character is. Because <laughs> fuck this show if they would have killed off Redbeard. Fuck that whole show. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Tormund, as as my roommate Shane always calls him, Ginger Santa. Ginger Santa. Yeah. That's yes. Bad. That's a good name. That's a real good name. But how come no one's pissed off at the Hound for throwing the damn rocks and starting that know, shit to right? begin with? Like They're like, okay, I'll see you next time. Hopefully not. What? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, man. Don't throw the rocks next time. Yeah. yeah. The one thing stopping them is that they think the, the that they can't swim. Yeah. They don't realize it's fucking the ice frozen. is gonna break. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> also, uh, they had like a warhammer when they started walking. Why didn't he just start smashing the shit out of the ice? Yeah. I mean, it would have taken a while, but I mean, it, it would have worked. Yeah, it would have worked. Didn't he do it at some point though? Yeah, he did it. Yeah, he did it at some point. point. Like knock down like a two or three of them into there and then just said fuck it and grabs his dagger and starts which in hindsight you know, was probably the right move yeah, yeah. Sandor not the best tactician no around, so it's one of those things so like the big like gimmick of Game of Thrones is that anybody can die at any time yep don't get attached we've kind of gotten into the position though where we know who the safe characters are there's mm-hmm. always the safe because yeah. Walking Dead was like that too right but then it's like okay so we know Daryl's fine Rick's fine Carl's fine you know what have you uh like we got our safe characters but when they were on that rock and you just saw that swarm of undead it's like okay who's even, really safe here even yeah. if like daenerys shows up just in time which she did yep but like how are they gonna get away with not killing anybody because like we're at the point now where it's like all those characters we don't want to lose no no. Uh, and I mean, we didn't. No, we <laughs> so. didn't. Yeah, they, they managed to just get rid of the the no namers. Yeah. Well, and then when they flew away, and Jon Snow was still down there, it's like they wouldn't just do all this shit, kill Jon Snow off once, bring him back just to die here. But how in the fuck is he gonna get out of this? Yeah. Yeah, and then out, out comes Benjen, which was a pretty sweet. Like, cause he's a character where you know he's so few and far between that you yeah. just you don't think of him you as an option. Yeah. And then yeah. bam, he comes out of nowhere. Fuck yes, but then the ultimate, you know, sacrifice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He could only when he could have hopped up on the horse too. I Get know, up that there. Was, yeah, that Jack joined joined Rose on the horse. Yeah, that was. Mm-hmm. I saw a bunch of those after. Yeah. of like there was room for both of them. Yeah, he's like, there's horse. not yeah. enough time. There's no there's time. Plenty of time. Hop up, bitch. Yeah. If you wouldn't have said that, you could have jumped on the horse. You'd have yeah. been halfway up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was dumb. But that was real dumb. You know, he went out like a champ, I guess. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. And now we probably have they have to fight him next season. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he shows up. Yeah. I thought when they were approaching the wall, they were going to do a fucking side panel of him walking by. I want to know when Hodor is going to show up. Ooh. Yeah. That got, was like, a really so hard episode to watch yeah. for me as someone just watching, binge watching yep. it. Because I'm like, oh, this guy's just not mentally all there. He can only say Hodor. And then as soon as he starts yelling, hold the door, I'm like, fuck, now I feel like an idiot. Yeah. yeah. So no, that was, I, that, was, that was a lot of people's reaction. Like, yeah. Because that's um, beyond even where the books are. Okay. So like, mm-hmm. yeah, season six and seven are kind of beyond where the books are already. And so, yeah, like, even as a book reader, I'm like, I didn't even know that. I wasn't, yeah. like, I should have expected something like mm-hmm. that. But, yeah, because the books end for Bran going through the wall. Okay. Like, he's not even. He hasn't made it to Winterfell yet. No, uh, going north of the wall. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So pretty much everything we've seen of Bran has been new. Like, yeah. Okay. A couple years now. Yeah, because the whole Three-Eyed Raven stuff is all. 
gotcha. beyond where where the books are, if I'm remembering correctly, mm-hmm. at least. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's ridiculous. Like it's fucking crazy. So, do they explain anywhere? Because I don't remember it at all in any of the seasons. Do they explain just how fast these ravens are? Because they sure as fuck <laughs> saved. Got they got to Daenerys real quick to save them on the island. Yeah. Well, what they so the the biggest complaint with this season is you have no idea how much fucking time is going by. Right. Yeah. Like what what did you say that they were on that the, rock for like yeah, two there weeks? Was some, yeah, something like on Reddit they were basically on that rock for like eight days or something because it would have been like. Four days each way for the Raven. Okay. Well, not only the Raven, fucking the Raven uh, and, and Gendry had to yeah, fucking Gendry run to... all the way back to the right. Wall. I mean, how fast is that guy? He's not Usain Bolt. Yeah. yeah. And was he running for how how long were they out there? They had, they were at least out there for a couple of days yeah. walking. Right. So he was by himself running. Was he running for seventy two hours straight? I doubt it. Yeah. There's no way. Well, probably he was probably running for like probably a good part of a day. Yeah, but like you know. I don't know about you, but I run for like. Five minutes and I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired thinking about it. Yeah, yeah, I hate running. You know what? If that was me, they'd all died. They would have yeah. all died. Be like you're the fastest. I'd be like, oh my god, that's unfortunate. Yeah, like you, I'm just I might speed walk. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Like, Is there a did, Sonic did, on the way? Why didn't yeah. any of us bring a horse? Right? <laughs> yeah. No yeah. shit. Fuck. But oh, that was fucked up. But yeah, eight. Let's let's say eight days. They're on that on that island or on that rock. We have no idea. It doesn't say one week later. It doesn't mm-hmm. say yeah. shit. Like right. It just. To to me, it looked like a day, right? Yeah. So yeah, because it it was just enough. Like the only indication you really get is it was long enough for the lake to freeze and Thoros to die. Yes. Yeah, but that could have happened overnight because he was fucking ripped apart by a bear. Exactly. Like, and who knows how long before a White Walker bear, no less. Yeah. Yeah. So, which was fucking nuts. Yeah, that fucker just came out of nowhere. (laughs) Yeah. That was that was like that was terrifying. Like, that was really he terrifying. He just fucking jumped out and like fucking ice that dude. Well, like you knew it was gonna happen, but you didn't yeah. know when it was gonna happen. It's just, and that thing was huge. Like yeah. you know, when it's far off in in the snow and kind of hidden in the shadow, you're like, okay, so it's a bear. It's gonna be big. Yeah. That thing was massive. Yeah. That was a giant bear. Yeah, because it's like okay, even if it's a normal bear, it's like that thing's gonna fuck up that whole group of people. Yeah, giant bear, Jesus. Yeah, massive. That was. Yeah, that was yeah. that was crazy. And then the other kind of little subplot we got um, Theon getting kicked in the dick, but <laughs> nothing, not get, no not, effect, no effect. Hey, it came in handy. So, Silver linings. <laughs> that that whole scene just kind of like kind of where Theon's whole lore, where his whole storyline is gone. Yeah. It it's just kind of like thrown in there to me now. Yeah. That whole scene is like, okay, so he walks in and says that they're going to go save his sister and they're all laughing at him. And then this yeah. guy starts beating the shit out of him. All of a sudden he can take a kick to the dick and it doesn't hurt him. He starts beating up the guy and they're all like, yeah, let's go get your sister. You don't got a dick, man. You should have your sister back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like um, it's just kind of a throwaway storyline and, and f- where it is right now, where it's going to go. Maybe where, where it's going to go. Uh, like he's going to, f- look for his uncle and then find out his uncle's not at the iron islands like he said he's right. going to get the freaking golden company yep because mm. cersei's you know a traitorous bitch yeah she yeah. is um she's brilliant though she is yeah that was a brilliant idea holy shit like i i thought i was like look at the ice queen here a little bit of yeah. ice chipping off she's gonna do something she's gonna do a, a do a solid mm. nope. no should have known not. better nope you don't get a face turn you don't no. well we did kind of 
with Jamie because she doesn't have the support of her only ally. Yeah, her only ally. And do yeah. we even officially know that she's pregnant? Because uh, she's alluding to it, but we don't see she's a, alluding see a to lump it yet. And yeah. Well, and Tyrion we, figured it out. She told Jamie, didn't she? That she did she, tell Jamie. But yeah, but there's no lump yet. There's no or there's yeah. no baby yeah. bump. Well, yeah, it's one of those things where it's like it's it's early on. But God, how fucking so like when Jamie was like, "No, I'm we, we got to fight these fucking white walkers." Like, yeah. we got to do this. She's like, "No, we're not going to do it." And he's like, "Listen, bitch, one of these teams is going to win." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we got to fight them. And you know what's probably going to be the dead one. Yeah. yeah. Probably going to be the dead one. And you can't hide behind the mountain against a bunch of dead people, even though the mountain looks like he's fucking dead already. Yeah, he's yeah. pretty much dead. Which yeah. I, that was the best part is just the the fact that Kyburn, her hand is just so like amused by the by the White Walker. Like, right. ooh, I like dead things. This yeah, is exactly. Let thing. me toy around with this. Yeah, but fucking Jamie just is like, nah, I'm I'm gonna do the noble thing. We we said we were gonna fight. We're gonna fight with them. Mm-hmm. And then she when. That I thought Jamie was done. Yeah, like, I thought I was like, "Holy fuck, they're gonna do it!" Like first, you teased it with the dragon, so you could get us now. Right. Well, I like the slow burn of of Jamie's turn. It all started with Brienne of Tarth. It just started. Yeah. He started yeah. to get slowly getting better and better and better. And yeah, now he's full on, full fledged baby face. But where the hell is he going? Uh, he's gonna take the Lannister army and go fight with fucking Jon well, Snow. Daenerys, I don't think he can take the army. He rode off by himself. Go, yeah, he's got to go off by himself. Oh well, so but, he's, he's gonna go fight with Brienne then. Yeah, but weirdly enough, that uh, he might be more useful than a lot of that army anyway. Yeah. Um, because one thing they keep not pointing out, and like I wish Jon Snow would have pointed out how much like those Valyrian steel swords fuck up the White Walkers. Yeah. Because Jamie has one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I don't think... I think the thing is, is if you you tell them that, what's to stop them from fucking taking it from you? Right. But I don't know if they really have put it together, though, that Valyrian yeah. Steel has... Like, they, they've obviously shown it when, yeah. when Jon Snow first killed, killed one of the main White Walkers, yeah. but he doesn't... They, they haven't really alluded to it. Like, it's all about the dragonglass life right now. Yeah. That's yeah. all they're going for. Yeah, well, because they know that kills the normal ones. Yes. So, but yeah, I don't think they realize, like, I think they just think it's some weird coincidence. Like, look, my sword cut this one in half. Right. Awesome. But wasn't that the, what killed the one that then sent a bunch yeah. of ones down yeah. too? So Valyrian Steel takes out more than one yeah, at a time. Out, yeah, it takes out the big ones. Yeah, yeah. it gotcha. takes out the, the bosses. The, the, yeah. Are those the, the whites? or the, Those are the whites, yeah. yeah. Or is it the white walkers are the bosses and the zombie guys are the whites? I always forget. One, It's one of yeah, the things. It's, it's, yeah. Generals in the zombies yeah we'll keep the general zods and the normal yeah yeah. world war z's but fucking so like jamie goes up north to go fight with them i mean i wouldn't be surprised though if there's a handful of fucking like deserters that are that are there to follow jamie and not cersei ed sheeran and his whole crew (laughs) (laughs) it's brand new yeah, <laughs> who was in that show for no fucking reason? Right? Why didn't he get killed? Yeah, they could have at least given us that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Castle on the Hill, kill him there. Yeah, yeah. But Bronn's probably gonna go with him. Yeah, Bronn's gonna go with him. Yeah, which I I still love the the theory online because Tyrion keeps saying he's gonna double whatever Cersei. Mm-hmm. He, uh, Bronn eventually at the end gets the twins because it's like, look, it's two castles. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. Well, I think like all this because like, l- look at where Jamie's at. He took him fucking the whole show to figure out that Cersei's a scary bitch, just a piece of shit. But yeah. the other side a has cunt. 
has Tyrion and him and Tyrion were always close. Yep. So like once he found out that Tyrion didn't kill Joffrey, yeah. uh I mean he killed his dad, but he's like, Well what the fuck? His dad fucking deserved to- it. Well yeah, yeah, and it's like what's he supposed to do? <laughs> is yeah. he was gonna kill Joffrey or he was gonna kill Tyrion for a crime he knew he didn't commit. Right. Just yeah. because he's pissed off that Tyrion was the rightful heir to Castle Rock and was uh, a dwarf and killed, and his, killed wife. his wife. Yeah. yeah. So he was fucked from the beginning. Absolutely. So like it's understandable why Tyrion would fucking Oh, and he stole his lady. He was fucking the yeah, whore. The, yeah. whore. the whore. Uh, what yeah, was he was fucking Shay. Shay the, the funny whore. The funny whore. Shay's the funny whore. <laughs> so it all made sense why he killed uh, Tywin. And uh, I, I think he's just starting to see like fucking, this is crazy. Like for mm-hmm. one, this bitch has dragons. She's going to fuck us up anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I, I know we can't beat them. It doesn't matter who you get. We're not beating this army. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we got the undead also coming that we need to kill with special weapons. And yeah. can't, you know are fucking crazy strong, crazy fast, don't get tired. There's no stopping these fuckers, so we got to fight with as many people as possible. And you want to sit it out? Yeah. Yeah. So You want to take on the winner? Yeah. Because even if the dead win, they, what, quintuple their army? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's the thing. It's like, don't okay, we're dead. Yeah, it's like not only do all those people, you know, go up there and fight and die, then they get brought back and yeah. we have to fight them again. Yes. Yep. So, like, like how many people do, does the North and... uh Daenerys have because all of them are going to be White Walkers yeah. and mm-hmm. that is way you, worse than <laughs> can you imagine Unsullied White Walkers yeah holy yeah. shit Dothraki White Walkers yeah wow two That's more fucked. dragon White Walkers yeah. they're going to have a tough enough time beating that one yeah, yeah. holy shit yeah, That's that gonna one be crazy. crazy and Cersei's like no we'll just kill the winner fucking you idiot yeah, your uh, your wildfire isn't gonna do much against it. Yeah. Sorry about that. So, um, but yeah, so at at the end, everybody's heading up towards Winterfell, including all the White Walkers. Oh yeah, and what happened at Winterfell? And then yeah, that's what I was gonna say, say like the last thing like, finally yeah, finally happened. Finger finally gets his comeuppance. I felt like it was kind of sudden. It was sudden. It was well done though, because they just they really that nice build between Sansa and Arya. Yeah, that that underlying anger there, and then boom, you've been accused of this. What do you have to say for yourself, Littlefinger? Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> forgive me. I don't know what you're talking about. Yep. Yeah, I mean, like it seems like something big like that, because the focus of the episode was not on them. No, but like for something like that to happen, I feel like it would have made more sense. But maybe the the idea of it was supposed to it was supposed to yeah, catch you was, off guard. It was supposed right. to catch you off guard. Right. But yeah, I just like my roommate Carl keeps pointing out the the line of. I'm sorry. I'm I'm a bit confused. Yeah, yeah, I'm a bit confused. But do you notice that there was that nice little um, kind of uh, parallel between Ned Stark's end and Littlefinger's yep. end, where they both went to their their respective armies, but someone had already got to them mm-hmm. and didn't come to save them, and yep. then bam, dead, mm-hmm. death, gone. Yeah, was Lord Baelish was Baelish the one that got to Ned's army? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so, he held the the knife to his throat and said, "I told you not to trust me." Yeah, yeah. So the, it was like fucking poetic justice, it was beautifully poetic. And I would I read um, I forget where I read it, but they were talking about how throughout all of this season, every time you saw Littlefinger, there were ravens cawing. Like every time oh, you would see him in shit. an episode, so they think that that uh, the three eyed raven was having all these ravens fall around Littlefinger and found out what he did and that's how they okay. you know, figured out what was going on and bam. Crazy. I didn't even think about Throat that. Throat slice. 
Nice. It's the little things. It is the little things. Fuck. The little finger things. <laughs> um, well, I think that's all we've got to talk about this episode. Yeah, I think so. So thank you for joining us, Ryan. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. yeah it was a blasty blast. Blasty blast. Now I can eat my Chipotle. Yeah. Yeah. It's all right. cold now. I got a you got a microwave? Yeah, we got a microwave. <laughs> yeah, twenty first century shit. All right. Thanks. Thanks for listening. Bye. Peace. See ya.